Welcome, everybody, to the Marketing Miss Podcast. Thanks for joining us today. My name is Aaron. And I'm Tobaria. And hey, before we get into things here, I just wanted to let you guys know we are available on virtually all the different podcast listening platforms that you are most likely subscribing to. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Branker, Breaker, CastBox, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Stitcher, and a bunch more. So I know I'm an Android guy, so I'm listening on CastBox, but I know, T, you listen on Apple Podcasts. I love Apple Podcasts. <laughs> Outside of it being an Apple product? Uh, no, it's a lot of ease of use for me. That's, That's what, that ranks high for me. All right. All right. I hear you. <laughs> all right, guys. So, hey, the topic today, actually, I like this one a lot. This is really interesting. And the myth that we're going to try to bust today is... If your website gets a bunch of organic traffic or quite a bit of organic traffic, you do not need to invest in paid digital marketing or digital advertising tactics. So when you're looking at your Google Analytics and you're looking at your direct traffic and how you're getting your your, uh, users to the website, if you have a bunch through organic, there are people that believe that their website then does not need to drive traffic through paid sources. And so what do you think, T? I I think this one, I don't know. I I want you to kind of bust this myth for us because it sounds like it, it, it is... It is wrong. But what do you think about this? I for sure think that this myth is wrong, but I'll start it off with an analogy and I want you to answer it. So um, the question that I heard once and it was really powerful and insightful for me is which wing of the plane is most important for flight? The tail wing. The tail wing. I've never heard that one. <laughs> I was, I, you had two options there, left or right, and you chose the tail wing right down the middle. But I'm assuming both wings are pretty pretty important if you want to keep the plane that up is, and going. So. That is the exact correct answer. You know, it's both. And obviously it's both. But the answer, if you want to relate that to marketing, which marketing avenue, organic traffic or paid traffic is best for your business? Mm-hmm. Um, the answer isn't always so obvious. But the answer is still both. But I want to reset a little bit and talk about each sector and what the, each sector means. So we're going to start with organic traffic. Aaron, what do you think organic traffic means? So I'm guessing, well, if somebody's searching on Google or on Bing, most likely on Bing, right? Uh, <laughs> Internet Explorer. Yep. <laughs> uh, for your services or your brand, and they click on an organic listing. Yeah, so that's exactly what it means. But I like to look at it as this kind of light. Um, organic marketing and everything organic that revolves around this is more of a discovery method for myself. That's how I like to look at it. It's a way to find out which of all the different traffic channels out there best resonates with your ideal customer the best. So some of the different organic traffic channels can include, you know, any of the different social media marketing platforms and uh, also arenas that you don't really think of, but like Google My Business, like that's one that we like to see a lot of businesses make sure they have that one up and going. But, you know, a lot of this information that you can find out which which organic channel best fit your business. Um, if you use things like you said earlier, Google Analytics. But that's only the first step of the discovery process of trying to figure out why is paid advertising as equally important for your business if you have a strong organic following. The next step you want to do that I like to say is that you have to find out what different styles of content also best resonates with your customer base. So what do you think some of the best styles of content it is 
that gets people interested in businesses and communicating back and forth. Well, I think as we are becoming a more and more visual society, it's definitely some sort of visual, whether it's probably video maybe, or even, uh, you know, it's just infographic or like visual imagery. Yeah. And so those are the two best I had caught came up with as well. Also, we're doing a podcast right now. And what have we seen the rise of podcasts and audio? Yeah, That's sure. also a different piece of content you right. can use that drives a lot of traffic. But if you're already doing well with the organic traffic, these are the perfect opportunity for you to audit yourself and figure out which of the different um, videos, blogs, audio, all of that kind of content is working best for you. Which one is getting the most engagement on your website? And once you have those two things figured out, I think you'll start to see the importance of why, even though you have a strong organic social presence, organic presence that's bringing traffic to your website, it right. can be social, that why paid is also important. Because as we know, um, if social media is getting you a lot of traffic to your website, you're getting a lot of engagement with that. A lot of the times because of all of these social platforms, new algorithms, they're making it so that you have to pay in order to reach your full audience. So you can have a super, super impressive and um, popular product that has a lot of likes and a lot of following on social media platforms. But if you're not paying that extra money, there may be only reach, what, a third? I'm I'm throwing numbers out there right now. On the high end, probably. On the high end. I'm not going to quote it. So, Yeah. So that's that that's that's my main point I want to bring up on why paid advertising is also important because you also need to make sure that you're supplementing your organic traffic with your paid yeah. traffic because you're only going to reach a fraction of what you could really reach. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too, and I, I just want to pose this question, and I don't expect you to know the exact answer, but like, what would you what would you consider a good percentage of overall traffic coming from organic so like that like that's what we i think figure out the baseline of hey i have a bunch of organic traffic well what does that mean like how much what percentage of your traffic would be organic would be good do you think um i'm gonna skip good and go to great Mm -hmm. i think that if you can say i have 75 percent of my website traffic coming from organic sources and you supplement that with 25 percent, i think that is going to be a great yeah great campaign or or just percentage right. to have for Absolutely. your web traffic. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like 75 was I'm going on the higher end too. Like if you can get 75% coming from organic, that is great, right? But you're still missing 25%. And so where is that 25% coming? Well, I mean, you can control that a little bit more through paid sources like what you're saying. And so you're only, you want to reach 100%. Yeah, you want to make sure that you're tapping into the full potential of what your website can bring, especially if you have great content, great information that people are looking for and that can easily digest, then it's just going to make sure that you're doing everything you can in order to make sure your business is relevant and visible to your potential audience. Yeah. But one thing I want to bring up that you want to make sure that you do because obviously the answer for me is that both avenues are important. Like just because you have a strong organic presence, you need also that paid presence to get the next 25% or so for a round number sake. However, um, there's a process to it, right? So like I always say, find out which social channels are working best for you. You have this great, great, great 75% of traffic coming from organic sources. So whether that be anything, social media, Google, um, I don't know if you count referral traffic as organic. It could be, you're not putting any money behind it. Mm -hmm. So 
you have all this stuff. Figure out which area is going to be the best area for you to reach these people. Which 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 avenue are these people coming in, and are they staying the longest on your website? Which avenue has the shortest uh, lowest bounce rate? Mm-hmm. Once you figure that out, then figure out the content portion of it. If you see that Facebook brings all this traffic to your website and they stay on your website for the longest, they're viewing all these pages. Yeah, you can set you know tracking tags on your post to figure out okay where well, is it the video that i posted last week or is it the two images that are bringing the most traffic yeah which one is helping me accomplish my company's goals the easiest is it the video or is it the images so from there you can look at all this information do a deep dive and go all day within your google analytics and find out okay out of all these social platforms organically um, Facebook is the one that's doing the best for me, and these videos are also doing good for me. So let's double down our efforts in that with some paid advertising. Right. Yeah, I think I think sometimes people too are afraid, where it's like they're if to to pay for for something that they're not fully sure of what they're essentially paying for. This uh-huh. is kind of a scary thing, and some people may have the misconception that well, if I have to pay for digital advertising, then. Uh, I'm going to have to pay out my nose for it, but that's not necessarily the case. And I, and I think just to your point of figuring out where your, where your people are, where they're going and target them first. And especially if it's social media or Facebook, even more specifically, you can target paid campaigns on Facebook for extremely affordably, mm-hmm. you know, go back to our first episode about LinkedIn and Facebook, you know, go back to our first episode and we talked numbers on, on advertising on Facebook. And I mean, and so, yeah, you've got great organic numbers, but but you can't just rely on that, you know, and especially now in the time when Google changes its algorithm daily, if not multiple times a day and has big, big, big changes, you know, quarterly, if that updates and it just tanks your website traffic, well, then now what? If you don't have a solid paid strategy in place, you're, you're definitely uh, behind the game in that, and then you're going to be scrambling because you're not going to have any traffic to your website. So real quick, I want to ask you, what are some of the ways that you can think of, maybe just one way you can think of, that you can use some of the information you get from like your organic Facebook profile, audience profile, to reach people who say you're opening up business in a new city like, or you want to target areas that's not necessarily your local end. What are some of the capabilities that a Facebook has that we can use to reach those people? Yeah, so through our, through our insights, we should be able to view, you know, the majority of people, are they men or women? Are they, what age group are they, you know, are they older people? Are they, you know, more of the teens? Um, a lot of times Facebook will help out with some kind of interests. And a lot of times too, I mean, Facebook, and, and, and this is, I think, is is uh, not thought of or just passed up on because it seems odd to some people. But uh, ask your people. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, if people are following you on Facebook and they're brand advocates, you could say, just ask them. You know, you know what what are your interests? What do you guys like to do? And see if there's any common themes. Uh, sometimes, you know, uh, through traffic through your website, you know, you can you can see some affinity scores and interests and different things like that. But yeah, that's what I was gonna ask. I said I don't want to, you know, focus on Facebook too heavily. Is there mm. anything like within Google Analytics we can look at to see just any traffic through Google that we can find more audience insights? Yeah, you can enable affinity affinity audiences and things like that, and you know, and interests and, and things. But um, 
I don't know. I, I like your opinion on this one too. I don't. I don't typically personally put a ton of stake in that. I think it's. Um, I mean, Google knows a lot about us, but I think it can be dangerous to say our my target my audience loves mountain biking mm-hmm. because Google Analytics told me so. You know, it's like. You know what I mean? I'm trying yeah. to get at like you have to it can be... it can get pretty narrow and 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 focusing too far in on of an affinity or an interest, you could be missing a huge group of people that are your customers. But I think you can take it all, take it with a grain of salt, take as many inputs as you can as to your interests and different things like that, and then and then make an educated decision on who you're kind of your uh, your persona of your customers or your users are definitely. For sure, I think we can use Google Analytics as a tool yeah. and a guideline to say, okay, most of our traffic on our website follows this parameter. But you also have to have some some wherewithal and some common sense, even or just the ability to sit down and say, okay, Google Analytics says this, but really, when we come into the door, the people who we want who who make purchases, make right. the purchases that we want them to make, the big purchases, usually fall into this kind of bucket. So don't take this information and from Google Analytics and say, okay, well, this is the law. This is black and white. You have yeah. to kind of mirror both right. in order to make a successful targeting campaign. Yeah, Just- yeah absolutely. And, and sometimes, too, especially retail, but, you know, there's other use cases, too, or, or deal behind this. But your clients or your customers in, let's say, Sioux Falls may have a specific persona or specific uh, interests. But if you're going to open up in a different city, if you're going to open up in Bloomington, mm-hmm. Minnesota, they might have totally different interests, but they still might be your customers. And so that's why, you know, you if you have if you're open in different cities or different things like that, you, your interests may change, even though the interest in your product still remains high. Exactly. You think you hit the nail on on the head there. So I don't know about you, but I think it's safe to say we can wrap this one up. This yeah. myth is busted. Um, just because you have a strong organic presence, that does not mean you do not need paid advertising. Yeah. I think they go hand in hand in order to make sure that you're well-rounded, getting the most marketing presence available. So yeah, it goes back to the old saying, don't put all your eggs in one basket, right? Exactly. Yeah. So all right, guys. Hey, we'd love to hear your thoughts on this one. If you've got any different thoughts, if you've got any, uh, if you have any experience on your end of of having a bunch of organic traffic and not using paid or using paid, whatever that may be, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, again, we mentioned we're we're available on anywhere you're essentially uh, listening to podcasts. We'd love for you to review us, uh, share with your friends, your family, anybody who's interested in marketing or anybody who's in a uh, as a business. Uh, entrepreneur or anything like that so hey we're gonna wrap this one up uh good conversation t thank you and uh hey guys we will talk to you next time all right thank you Uh